Do you have an N64? Huh? Do you have one? Do I have one? An N64? No, I have a Super Nintendo. Oh, but nice. I, but I have a Dreamcast too here. Functioning? Have you played on that bitch or what? I have not played on the Dreamcast yet, but I have. Oh, I have. You know, when you want to get whooped up, dog, I, I ever said no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a, I, hey, you can say all that stuff. I'm not gonna sit here and talk back. I'm gonna be like, you probably whooped me up. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay to admit that I probably get whooped up. You know what I'm saying? I think it'd just be fun. Uh, I remember vaguely playing on it. And I think I played with you because I think you were the only motherfucker that had it. Maybe. I don't know. But I just remember playing it a handful of times. I'm like, yo, this shit is tight. Yeah. I didn't play it a lot, but I I forgot who I played it with. But I would assume it might have been you. But I don't know when you had it. And I don't know. Although PlayStation 2 destroyed that generation, right? I mean, like, in a good way. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they had the DVD. Sorry. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember at that time, at least, in, you know, obviously uh, it could be different. You know, um, I remember at the time thinking, like, some of the best games I remember playing were on the Dreamcast, though. Like, the fun factor. Mm-hmm. You had Resident Evil Code Veronica. Mm-hmm. You had Soul Calibur that came out. Then you Not had the games. Marvel versus Cap- or no, was it Marvel vs. Capcom? Probably. I want to say it was probably Marvel vs. Capcom. Like the first one. Yeah, the, the, the 2D versions. And then it you know? disappeared into Xbox. And then yeah, he had a couple other games, Crazy Taxi, um Sonic, the Sonic game, uh the 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 beginning Sega. stages of NBA 2K, which was owned by Sega. Sega. Yeah. They were like 2K. That's how if everybody wanna know where 2K started, go back to the Dreamcast. I mean, there's a lot of retro gaming. Retro gaming is like a thing on all levels. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. cool. I don't know how we see that, but damn it plays more to the simulation theory the more i think about it i don't follow it like that but i have been times where i'll just watch somebody fucking play a video game for like an hour like hmm, that was entertaining and I, can't, <laughs> and I can't really say that like when you if you were to look at actually maybe let me see if i can pull it out real quick see where it's at right here here it is yeah right here it's like there's a Predecessor of the Xbox. That's what I could think of because it was one I of the agree. first ones to have Ethernet, Ethernet port. How the four the four ports were in front, even though I think I want to say N sixty four first had it, but like how it was so close mm-hmm. reminds me of the Dreamcast. Uh, I mean the Xbox. They let it um, out too early for a cheap price. They were like, "Oof, damn, this is too yeah. good." All right, sail it back, and then we'll come out with Microsoft, add a couple more things, and just. Well, charge it as a computer <laughs> like okay well, a lot of it i think they, they also when 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 playstation came out and said they're gonna have a, a the uh dvd drive that's what killed it uh, people were, like, people were, we were moving to dvds at that time yeah yeah and that was like you know and that was like one of those moments where people were like yo dvd which is which is surprising because when you look at it like back back even with i want to say the 360 right like, so the 360 had DVD, but then the PlayStation 3 had had Blu-ray. And at that time, that was like, think about like how long Blu-ray has been out. At that time, remember there it was either HD DVD or Blu-ray. Blu-ray. And and Microsoft 360 went with HD DVD, but they didn't put it into the system. They added it as an add-on. Uh, yes. That was a crucial time. That's when that change was kind of going on. 
yeah you know so that you know, just like dvd was the change right where it was like yo like i remember watching a dvd movie at my brother's house like yo look at that shit man <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is our vision fucked up or are they just slowly introducing what the shit really looks like and they don't want to give it all to us? Like, this should blow your mind if you really see what it is. Like, motherfucker, how far can you take this? We're on like 9K now. Like, I don't know how they're filming. What are they filming? Like 14K? Some some nonsense? So Yeah, probably 8,000K times on, two. Man. Yeah, which is, which is what 8K is. But anyway, um, I don't know, man. Like, I, it's weird because there's a... Like doing photography too, like you can see a sharp picture and it looks cool. But what's going on too is like there's a lot of people that are liking the 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 analog filmic look of like putting grain into the, the fo- photo, you know, um, not making it as sharp on certain ends, you know, because there's a there's a a beauty to the natural roll off of photography and certain things too, you know. Um, just like just like uh, earlier, I was talking about. Uh, how like green screen in movies? I forgot who I was talking to. Oh, I was talking to my friend Ruben. We were talking about like how you, when you watch a new movie, I like to watch the making of. And sometimes I'm like, man, I, I kind of want more realistic puppetry and stuff like that because something about what makes a lot of newer, or at least the new Marvel, not Marvel, but the newer star wars movie looks pretty good not all of them movies weren't as good but some of the visual parts were good is because they use actual design and not everything cgi ah. so or, or think about like think about the first iron man right the first iron man made it believable because he they did put like a, at least enough of a real suit on him you know mm-hmm. and so it's like sometimes having the actual tangible thing and doing it right looks a lot better than cgi everything you know true uh, uh compared to me at least true i think you have a point you know? there but what does a t- eight-year-old say <laughs> well there's a lot of eight-year-olds playing eight-bit games i like oh, oh that is strange see okay. that revolution is strange too it's like, like there's, there's there's a game time travel my- this is time yeah, traveling yeah. we are time traveling right. in real time yeah, like there's a game called Shovel Knight that just reminds me of like an old Super Nintendo game or not even Super NES game. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I need to stock up on some of that old tech for nostalgic sake. I think there is some to those machines. They were uh, manufactured very well. And I think that for the longest time, NES was like standard in most gamers' households, I think for a certain extent of time until yeah. the revolution where it was like, you know, Every couple of years, there's going to be a new upgrade. You're like, what is this? And it's it far exceeds a lot of the capabilities it once had. But I think just going back to the regular basic engine of just gaming, it's like, yo, man, there's a, a lot of tremendous games, especially N64, Dreamcast, like you say. A lot of uh, those games have, you know, transcended certain franchises. And then some of them are just one of those. That's a classic game trying to find. Like, that is so classic. <laughs> like, like okay, so when you go even talk about N64, you think about, like, so so Super Nintendo had a lot of dope games to me, I think. F-Zero. Uh, Zelda, I didn't play, but the but the Final Fantasy games yeah. were one, like, Final Fantasy 3, which is now considered Final Fantasy 6, was one of my favorites, right? 
because you know we we missed a couple and i think i remember having a final fantasy game on my game boy and i loved it and Whoa. and actually to this day final fantasy games are like for some reason when i play rpg games i don't like them as much as i like final fantasy like final fantasy is the rpg game that i play that's old school yeah. sentiment. That could be. I mean, there's a fandom for that, though, for sure. Final Fantasy is classic. It's it just the style of how they do it for me. I I just came accustomed to it, you know. And some of the other RPGs, like some of them, just don't. I I just I don't know. It's hard to explain for me, but it's like I just don't feel them. Um, other than maybe Zelda, I only say Zelda because that's an RPG. But I've after I think when it was uh, Orkana of Time, when that one came out, then I then I was like, okay, I like the I like the game. All the other ones I didn't like, but anyways, in '64 you still had remember Kobe Bryant courtside. Never you know played what I'm that saying? Game. Huh? Never played that game. Uh, that was like the only basketball game out for the time for '64 uh, because I think they had they had a Madden '64, and I don't know. I think it was only one year, but they for weird licensing reasons they couldn't put the full teams on there or whatever. It was some weird thing that uh-huh. they couldn't put the full team on it. Uh, the Madden 64 games. Huh. Um, but I do remember uh, the Kobe Grant court side because I was like one, if not the only basketball game on that system. So that was the only way I could play basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had then you had uh, Star Fox, which inco- incorporated the rumble trigger, Boom. which is now which is now like the standard on most games if you have a controller, you know. Um, 64 also introduced an analog stick, mm-hmm. you know, for 3D platform game type of games. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to say, uh, I think I already said GoldenEye, but that GoldenEye game was such a classic. Playing 4v4, or four, uh, no, one on one. Well, yeah, 4v, not 4v4, but playing against each other, you know. One kill. <laughs> one shot, one kill. Yeah, GoldenEye was it? Golden gun, right? Yeah. And then be like, damn it, up job. Like those are the yeah. most <laughs> had. I was like, damn it. It's the motherfucker on the knee that was just always scooting. You're like, ah man, just a little bit. Because yeah. the default was dead center. It was dead center. So you had to yeah, like you, purposely you, go down. Yeah. Yeah. Motherfucker like, floating on his knee like this, just floating on his knee with his gun out, like <laughs> And then I do yeah. some asshole shit where I would face the wall because I know motherfuckers be looking at my screen. So I just be like, you don't even know where I'm yeah, at. Where at. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you're like, go look at my screen. Go look at my screen. Go look at my screen. Oh, I fucking like, love that game. That, like we try to play football, but he's like, you know, like you're looking at my screen. Until like later on, they figure, they, you yeah. can do the one where you can hold the button and you can still move around, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they figured out there was, oh, but, there's but, some but shady then, characters then, that play this game. But then you can kind of tell what somebody was doing to play because you can see like they had to stop on it for a hot second you know what i'm saying i mean you realize with a lot of madden players it only there's only like i mean from the people i play there's only like about five plays a motherfucker does <laughs> so you're just like yeah, this is my third down play third and long here's my yeah, play. <laughs> yeah 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 like okay most people either do a halfback sweep for some reason right <laughs> uh, so when it's running is a halfback sweep or a, a, a full like the one that's a little bit off center on the, you know what I'm talking about, Off right? tackle, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the off tackle one to run up. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, most, like, I'll be honest, most of my most of my wide receiver plays when I played for a while was throwing out of bounds because I wanted to either throw it out 
and catch it so they, they can catch it and not go out. Or it was, it was weird. It was weird, even though like that's actually one of the worst because if you got pick six, the angle. Oh, was you out, son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They jumped you know around. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've always liked post routes. Like, and not even like post, like I didn't like the square post. I liked always the slanted. Um, I don't know if that's a post, but what was that called? Where you like you go up and you go, then you go at like not a 90 degree, but more like a 45 degree. Oh, yeah. Do one of these like a slant. Yeah. Yeah, slant plays not a shit. Not a complete slant, but more yeah. you go up and then slant. You know what I'm saying? Oh, post. Yeah, that's more like yeah. a post. But it, post. But I, thought, I, thought I don't fucking know. Enough. I ain't a football player. God damn it. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. though, but close. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But yeah, yeah only motherfuckers but, have a, a couple I would always mess up on the hook. I'll always mess up on the hook because I would bomb it too quick, you know? Uh, and that's what you're supposed to do, but I wouldn't let the person, like, turn, turn around. around or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's timing, yeah. I got a couple of sleeves up my plate. But that's the cool thing about Madden is the – it's the same place for the most part. There's a couple things that are introduced new, but for the most part, if you've been playing since like 90 something, there's still a lot of those same plays that are there, if not even earlier. And it's kind of built in, which is kind of cool because it kind of goes along with the history of the NFL. And it's been a way you're like, these are classic plays and you just kind of base how you play. Some people take it deep. Some people play it literal. I think it's cool because it certain years have better playability. um, I think more recently, it has become a different game, but still, you know, you just kind of just play it for nostalgic sake. Uh, I, yeah, I, I play I it from time to time. Prevent defense. I, I didn't <laughs> like, cause any zone of prevent defense usually like, I rather have done man or whatever, because mm-hmm. prevent defense usually jack me up because someone to always get the, get the gap, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, I remember I briefly played that shit online and it was just funny playing people. Cause I get my ass whooped sometimes, but for a lot of times it would just be a lot of people quitting mid game and shit. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or, 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 uh, Cause I used to, I, I mean, I was, when I played my friends, I think I was better. I mean, I was not as good as most of my friends, but when I played online, surprisingly, like you, you start to realize how good you are again compared to other people, right? You're probably more middle or above average for the most part, you know? And so I'd play and then I'm like, I'm like, what the heck, right? Like, but I remember it was maybe Madden 2007 or something where you can play online on the Dreamcast or on the uh, Xbox 360. And there was this like jacked up part where somebody can pause the game and then go on your side and oh, fuck I didn't shit know up. That. Oh, I didn't know all that. Yeah, they, they, can pause it, they can pause the game because they can pause it right and they yeah. can go to control settings for a while then switch over to your side and mess it up. And Jeez. I remember thinking like, this is so stupid. Like, like it was a, a a thing that they didn't think about. Like I'm not too sure if it's six or seven, but one of them was like, like I had to like I had to quit a couple of times. So it's like this is stupid because someone you know <laughs> and try to mess up your plays, you know. Hey, you and know that's or whatever. Back to the original talking point of the pod, cheating, man. You know you just get away with it, and then there's no repercussions. You don't even know who you're playing. You're like, man, this is a strange community. <laughs> you just play random people. And you can tell they're human because they do some wild ass shit. <laughs> like, man, yeah. this coach has been playing the same goddamn offense. He's doing a no huddle offense. My dude's is dying. Like, I need to change my play. Fuck this fool. And then you realize, you're like, oh, this fool. You figure him out by like about the first quarter. You're like, oh, I'm about to tear this fool apart. And then you just start picking him apart. And then they quit mid game. You know what I'm saying? Then they're like, oh, yeah. user quit. Yeah. No win counted. Like, right right and it's usually like usually right at the end you're about to win yeah used to quit boom you're like what that's how people are i get it i used to do that show all the time in real life including my brothers we would always do that to each other i'm like this will unplug my controller 
damn it. I was about to win. And then it's just your brother like, did. Yeah, I remember he would like have a he would have like a, a bowl of uh, food right next. So we would have the console on the floor and then he would be eating while we're playing whatever Madden or, or live, whatever 2K. And then he would put the bowl down or Street Fighter. I don't know. It was I felt like he's done this shit to me a million times. And then he would go down and pretend to eat something. And then if the game would be paused, he's like, hold on. Let me... And then he would unplug my controller and then he'd get back up press pause and then i'm over here like dude what's up my dude ain't even playing why do i feel like i remember seeing that at your house because he had that he had that room that was hella hot when it was open i don't know yes well because i think it was like facing the sun exposed to the sun (laughs) yeah and i just remember like he would do that because one of the things i do remember about your brother was like I remember him playing Mortal Kombat 3 and I was like, this dude's a beast on Mortal Kombat 3. Mm. I was just watching, I was just watching, be like, how do you do that? How do you do all this stuff? He was a gamer. He was, man. And I and I want to say I went with him. I I wanted to say I went with him to pick up Vice City. Oh, probably. I think we went to go pick up Vice City at, at, at the local GameStop. Boom. There you go. And that was revolutionary also. I was like, whoa, this is the game I've always wanted. <laughs> but at that time, you could shoot the head and it'll pop off. It was more yes, exactly. <laughs> you could then, get with a prostitute in the car up. and just hump around <laughs> for energy. Yeah, one, I feel like, I feel like, that, like, I know you could do that, but I remember like that one also, like you could like you could kill a bunch of people and you do a code and be like, bitch, be gone on the police and they'll go away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Infinite Gun, Infinite Ammo, once that came out. I mean, Great game. I uh, dude, they're revolutionary too. But I mean, I think this is the natural progression of video games. I think it's just way faster now. Where I think back then it was snail's pace until this, you know, big push with big companies like Sony and Xbox kind of leading the way. Um, you know, Nintendo's still out there on, on that front. Um, but where PlayStation and Xbox are kind of like, damn, these are like main staples in households around the well, world. <laughs> As you say that right, like Xbox or Nintendo will always have a place, no matter what, because it has a certain demographic. One, as long as you sell the kids, like Disney will always be around because you sell the kids. You know, there's going to be a family member that wants to show their kids some shows or whatever, you know. Yep. It's good enough for your kids and and uh, you feel safe enough to play it. So that's the same with, with Nintendo, you know. Too big to fail. I don't know if it's too big to fill, but like I think you always have a market with your directed towards kids. I mean, you to, know, to so, be the only creator of kids, you know, like video games for the how long? It's like tough to break into that joint. I mean, don't get me wrong, all these uh, mobile games now and kind of it's diversified quite a bit. But in terms of you know the big name, the big contracts, like you're able to get the rights. You know, just like sporting games, same deal. Whoever has the rights. Kind of that's how it works, and what we talked about on prior podcasts with the whole acquisition of some of the brands that are out there. You know, uh, Call of Duty being one of those brands. You're like, will this be exclusive mm-hmm. now, and are we getting into this? You know, that kind of territory. And yeah, well, I mean, I could like Street Fighter Five was exclusive to PlayStation mm. for for the last like couple of years, and I remember when that happened, I was heated. I was like, not nah, because I just got back into Street Fighter Four. And I was just like, come on, like you guys just did that to me. Like I was addicted to that Street Fighter Four, man. See? Video I was games, like, man. What is it about video games? You know what I'm saying? What is the whole 
how did this even come about? What is the first iteration? It's, it's, like, inter, it's interactive TV, right? In a weird way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you, we like movies. We like the fantasy of movies, but it's interactive for it. So now you're playing out whatever role that you've, that, well, they've desired, but you created. But now that's why they're creating things where you can create your own characters so you can live your own desired life, uh, you know, and the metaverse. And we'll stop on that because we always go back to that shit. But I mean, why? It seems like the natural progression, right? In terms of the way things are going. I mean, maybe not our generation, like the, our peer set, maybe I would say 70% safely might be, you know, if this say becomes what we think it may become, which is, I don't know, 80% of the population may be on this. Eh, that's just crazy numbers. I, I can't say for sure. I think in our specific age generation, I would say 70% of us would be sipping that juice. But the, the generation yeah. after us, Oh, 90, 95, 100%. Where the generation that's older than us, 10%, maybe 5%, who knows? You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't really be more or less in that uh, meta world for the most part because they're just not. That's just, yeah, they're there. just, yeah, I got, yeah. I got a kid. They're like, yeah, exactly. they're, they're, in between, they're in between baby boomers and us, right? And they're mm -hmm. like, a, they still have a certain hardcore mentality. We're like, man, this is fucking stupid. What the fuck are you talking about, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they, they're also grouped with technology too, but it, they're not so dependent. Cause I want to say more of our generation is dependent on it, but we're still not as much as the generation after us. Yes, we're one foot in, one foot out. The generation is yeah. the first to step through the door. Everything after that, they're down the street in a different state. Yeah, <laughs> Already, there, like, there's, it's progressing there's, very fast. There's another term that I've seen that they call what we probably fall more into because we're technically millennials, right? But there's another term where it's like there's zennials, right? People from yeah. 77 to 83, right? A very particular set, right? Zenials. Because zennials right because we're we're a mixture of gen uh gen x and millennial that sounds like a pronoun <laughs> yeah yeah but it, yeah it's like because and i was like okay i, I kind of like it because it's like you we grew like we literally grew up on technology in the in the beginning and the, the the stages of it but we still have certain sometimes old ways of thinking on certain things you know so it stops at like 83 for the most part but we still have certain things like oh this is stupid what you know? This is this is making sense. You know, Zennial. I mean, hi, I'm a Zennial. I'm a you come know. on, man. Uh, hit that checkbox. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Zennial. Right? <laughs> what? Yeah. What are, are you? Are you into boy? anything? Are, are you? Are you male boy? I'm a Zennial. So yeah, exactly. I don't like it if you like. I don't like it if you box me into a corner. Exactly. I want you to. I don't want you to label me. I, I don't want you to label Zenial. me. If you do label me, label Zenial. me as Label me correct. And yes, you have to ask me. Like, what? What? How? Address me how I want to be addressed. Matter of fact, I changed it now. Damn, for real. Zenial, for real. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just another idea to try to, you know, have a disagreement amongst how and why we are. I'm like, man, that's just some team shit. They're trying to introduce all types of factions in, in, in anything now. Like, oh, are you team this? Are you team that? Like, motherfucker, like, how about I'm team why don't you lower the fucking gas? Like, god damn it, like, the fuck's going on? Have, where's my glasses at? Hold oh, on. here we go. <laughs> I want to do that whole, like, thug life. Well, man, I don't have that problem. Man. I don't have that problem. So, on, you know, just, man. Just, what, what is that like? What is what are you guys tripping about? Oh, what is the whole point of it? Is my thing. 
gas prices anymore. Hold on, do you got? Is this my good angle right here? Yeah, you got me, dog. Hey, hold on. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Okay, for the majority of the country. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> He's from California, folks. Just in case you were wondering, <laughs> number one consumer of Teslas, California, <laughs> folks. But I mean, yeah, no, I'm just I mean, saying. I'm that team. Even the Tesla thing, that's a, a, another form of division, I think, also. Uh, no, to me, but what I'm saying is I like, think electric cars have people, been around forever. Well, I'm, all I'm saying is, like, people were trying to get it, like, we're like, why a Tesla? I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And now, now, granted, I didn't, I did not foresee this. I didn't sit there doing this like I knew that gas prices were going to go up this high. Oh, it was bound to happen. It was at the time saying that it would be cheap, it would be cheaper than, like, it was, at the time, it was like, if I paid forty dollars for gas, I'd be paying twenty eight dollars. So it saved me twelve dollars or whatever, right? So it wasn't a big deal. Now it's like huge, you know. Pause. Uh, uh, <laughs> but I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. But how about this? You know, okay, devil's advocate. Let's just say this is a one of those crazy movies that are out there. Is this a grab for you know trace and track? kind of situation where it's like yeah we know where you're at what you're doing we could shut you off at any point i mean it it could be i mean because I, I i know like the one of the benefits of of, of having a tesla, tesla is like you know if someone wants to steal your car you can shut it down from your phone you can figure out where it's at you know because of the parking you know but at the same time if you can figure out where it's at something else can figure out where you're at, right? Like imagine, imagine like going to law, like, okay, so uh, like, so where were you on December 3rd of 2025? Oh, I was at my booze house. Well, we were able to pull the records from the Tesla tracking location file and we were not, and we recorded this and you was at the other hoe's house, you know, blowjob Betty, and you know that was already incorrect and you are now going to prison, you know? <laughs> the, but the, you know i mean it, that's what i'm saying are we like the idea of social credit score is that a possibility like kind of what the possibility or like the idea of what they have in china like you know 24-hour surveillance everything's kind of you know cameras everywhere bugged to a certain degree at least in theory i don't know for sure this is hearsay i i don't fucking know but this is just an idea or a theory out there i don't know if it's true the beliefs wild regardless that is a movie essentially you know what i'm saying where you're like wait have they been doing it why but why would they want to and that's where it becomes this whole data situation you know you kind of understand i don't know you probably know more of at least a certain idea of it but a lot of data is important for what or how and i don't know why or what is it but it is important to some degree but also i'm in the idea of you know tracing and tracking where it's like yeah that becomes you know we know what you're doing you know start to finish <laughs> Day you wake up, do you I think mean, your like, phone's like on you all day? Right? Mm -hmm. You know, knowledge is power, and having more information about whatever it is, you can you can figure out and can kind of control it to a certain extent, right? The more you know, the more you can control whatever. Like, and and, and manipulating people, the more you know. When you look at like social engineering, the more somebody knows, the more likely they can, you know, uh, hack your account, um, figure things out. You know, and and that's just why I'd be like, oh yeah. So what high school did you go to? Oh yeah, what year did you go? Okay, blah blah. Yeah, my kid went to the school or blah blah. Oh yeah, you, you got kids. What's the first name? Oh, you know, my name is Robert. Blah blah. And by getting that information, they can kind of figure out. Oh wait, because most people are pretty basic. Oh, uh, most likely their password for their account has to do with their kid and the year what and when the year they graduated. 
Mm. Is the year you graduated or maybe uh, the year you're born, you know? See, and that's interesting. So based on that, like, idea, are we in the point of letting algorithms dictate what we do as opposed to, you know what I'm saying? Isn't that the point where I mean, everything, it, there may like, be a weird situation so, where it's so, like, well, just it'll figure out what I want to do or I don't even have to really worry about anything. I mean, it's it just it's imploding on itself. Like, you know, one of the things that, you know, Arbor War use their strength against as them as a weakness, you know. So what happens is like uh, when you're asking about the algorithm, whatever is going on right now was being was happening is using your own vices against you to get whatever you know what i'm saying and the more you the one time you click on it the more you like something the more likely you're going to see it right and the more likely you're going to agree with it right so you're going to see something and and say you know you're you're pro vaccination right and then you read something about pro vaccination and it will give you another thing that's pro vaccination and now you're going to see more stuff for most people are not going to bother looking outside of what's already given to them, you know, and they're just going to, then it's going to reinforce your, uh, your belief, you know, um, I think, I forgot who said it, but, um, it's, uh, it's a term where you, you, you like, you're right. You're right because you force yourself to be right by looking at the same things that agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, confirmation bias, sorry. Right. So you, what you do is you, you try to find things that confirm your bias to things. So, and we, and a lot of people do that, right? Like mm-hmm. if you felt a certain way about dating, then you, and you look it up like, damn it, I knew it. I was right. I knew I was right. Because we're, we're yeah, or narcissistic, right? Mm-hmm. Most people are narcissistic in a way, right? Like, cause, cause, uh, I mean, I think for the most part, we're all narcissistic because it's our life. You know, we are the superhero in our movie, right? I mean, philosophy is big. I think as we, you know, continue to, you know, trek through this adventure called life, I think that along with it comes, you know, through past, like you're like, yeah, depending on how you see it, philosophy, I, I, I have a tendency to agree with you in, in that, in that mold. I think this is a natural, you know, kind of progression. I think this has to happen. I don't know why or what, but this is just one of those ups and downs that I think are, are going on in, in the game. And I think this is the way the game works because life is this. It is right. This. Like, yeah, you just kind of have to roll with it. I think like, so like until until you until you get into certain situations where you're like, okay, right, because you have to get a like a a, 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 a awakening. You know, right now I think there's a lot of people having an awakening, uh, both spiritually and mentally. Like, oh snap, right? There's an awakening that happens that you're like, okay. Um, I keep doing these things and these things keep happening and I keep feeling a certain way about it, good, bad, or indifferent. Right. But let's just say you keep feeling bad and then you start to wake. You're like, why wow, I feel those things. And you start to realize that, Oh snap, I've been doing these things because it's been, it's been my, uh, my crutch. It's been my, my comfort zone. It's been my uh, algorithm, you know, and then once you awaken from that, then you figure out how to detach yourself from that. And then one of the, the, the things like, you know, then you then you start to realize you're not a puppet anymore and being played or screens. And that's when you really feel a sense of like, in my opinion, like a sense of like freedom where you're like, I know what you're trying to do, you know, 
like just just say for instance when you started when for a while when you started dating you started to notice like oh this girl's trying to manipulate me and now when you see it you don't allow it to happen anymore mm-hmm. you know i think that's where where people are going right now where it's just like oh okay all right well i see what's going on now i finally i finally got the my i don't i, I don't see the fog anymore everything's clear i can see clearly now the rain is gone it's no gonna copyright. be bright, bright, <laughs> sunshiny day. No copyright. No copyright. <laughs> oh, this is, this is. I mean, I didn't play the song. I just, I'm That's just true. singing. Say it, which you can do. That was a cover. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a cover, right? I mean, it is. Yeah, I mean, this is a fascinating time. I think with how technology is interweaving with uh, daily life, and then the forward implications. Because I think the possibilities are are both great and shitty in the most extreme form we've seen it where terminator fucking robots take over versus you know the jetsons to be a little more you know lighthearted. damn we could be living like that like some you know escalator in your entire house like you know uh everything's voice activated and you live in a a very futuristic lifestyle in a good way you know what i'm saying i could think about steak and steak ding like oh nice like what that's possible like and who knows at this point the way technology is progressing um i think i just it's just yeah it tugs at both to me i I could see both ways you know i could see impending doom with red-eyed robots and eye robots kind of we were house people and then they would be watching that footage of the you know like i always say that little thing that we'd be being pushed around member on boston uh dynamics where they put the robot on the floor with a stick and they would like test it you know what i'm saying and then they would just be programmed to be watching that like humans did this to us like man yeah yeah no, i was like this propaganda this <laughs> we seen what you do the black people we ain't gonna be that uh-uh you know I mean? we 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 just imagine, just imagine like <laughs> robot I lives mean, matter dude the way it profiles and it could just be me because you know i watch those movies but <laughs> fuck, it profiles that way man. And, then, and then once like you know then then you have the 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 freedom of robots right and they have their own thing and then all of a sudden within their own robot culture they're like <laughs> I ain't hanging out with these niggas. Exactly. <laughs> like, we ain't those robots. We the cool robots. And then all of a sudden, we, we, you see yeah. the same shit they did yeah, to yeah. us with them. Yeah, like, yeah, like hold on. I ain't, I ain't making it this far for these robots to come around. See? Come on, these man. Drones. Come on, man. That's enough for me. I don't work too hard with these people, these humans. See? Exactly. I'm cool with the humans. I love humans, man. Y'all were the first ones. Look, this is me as a young robot. I'm a maid at a at a person's house. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) They taught me how to be human. Like, oh, you start feeling for them. And then they're like, man, they're just robots. No, they're not. They have families. Like, what? Yeah, families like, hey, man, like Mender from Futurama getting home. Hey, babe, how you doing? It was a long day. Man, I can't stand these, man. These humanoids, they were so rude to me. I don't know. I don't know what they're they're machinists, right? Hella machinists. What? What are you talking about? They don't like machines and stuff like that. <laughs> Look, man, modern day Lex Luthor, Elon Musk, yeah. and Jeff Bezos, whoever, like all these millionaire dudes that are Dad, working with technology. Me, Come on, man. Don't call me a robot anymore. I want to be identified as a car. 
Come on, see exactly. Come on, it's gonna be the same thing. We gonna be either alive to see it, or we're just—I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It, it just sounds strange in the way this is going. I mean, you don't think for a second like this dude as an Amazon, because uh, I was hearing about a commercial about that uh space exploration shit he's doing, whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, his uh, yeah, yeah, blue rocket. Oh no, that's somebody else. I don't know whatever one Amazon was. You're like interesting. Like, who is this dude? <laughs> like, God yeah, damn it. I think you're the one that, or you're the one that talked about Mark, Mark Zuckerberg not blinking. Somebody was showing me something like, look, he doesn't blink. And dude, that's what I said. Like, I'm telling you, man. Well, some of right, these dudes might be robots, bro. <laughs> yeah. We came back into the past to fuck you up and give us a real future. Come on, man. I mean, yeah. who knows? Because you got to know, like, it ain't just... Whatever story the first, they tell us at this point, I don't believe. Like you can tell me, I'm selling books on the line, and now I do this. The, yeah. All right, bro. Yeah. Cool story, man. I don't give a fuck if you make a movie about it and Brad Pitt plays you. I give zero fucks. That shit ain't the truth. Just like how Mark Zuckerberg really did Facebook for real. Like you're gonna tell me some kid that don't know how to drink water and can't blink was like, I'm gonna come up with this social media thing, and this fool has an awkward time just being in people in front of people. I'm like. No, nah, that dude a he robot, bro. Love, he does love some uh, sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce, uh, apparently. How much do they pay him to say that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Sweet baby Ray's, you know, <laughs> like on, that's man. like <laughs> side note about sweet baby Ray's. Like, I was joking around with my nephew around Christmas time. I was like, you know, I was like, you know, you a black house when you got that sweet baby's Ray's just sitting in the in the the cabinet, right? And he was just like, my dad don't like to really pay for it. It's kind of expensive. And I opened up the cabinet. I was like, okay, yeah. And then I was like, what is this? This is Sweet Baby Ray's. He's like, no. <laughs> Come on, man. I'll tell you, Sweet Baby Ray's, I wouldn't be surprised if Sweet Baby Ray's is owned by like a Chinese company at this point because it's everywhere. It probably, like, it probably, it probably is, man. Come on, you know, man. You go down the barbecue sauce aisle, Sweet Baby Ray's, at least three of the aisles because there's how many different versions of it? Every, every store I shop at, three rows of Sweet Baby Ray barbecue sauce, different sizes, different flavors. Man, the only people that sell more stuff to black people are probably European designers. <laughs> you know, like, come on, man. The Asian homies be like, here you go. Hey, hey, that top rom, that that chicken top ramen, though. You know, what I'm saying? You, hmm. it's made for a United States. That's a U.S. thing. I, I don't understand. It's strange. Like, who are these and why are these things in play? That's all I'm asking. Because now they're evolving to these other beings where it's like, oh, I stepped down from this big ass company. You know what? I'm going to work on space. Like, uh, who does this? Who, what, and what? Remember, how do we even know who these people are? Okay, so you're some weird actor at this point because the only way I know that this is some type of behavior is based on the shit I used to watch. That's the only way I know this. Besides yeah. that, ain't no one like you existed before this. Ain't no one doing no, I sell books and I now sell everything to everybody. Uh, it's yeah. hard work. This is how I got it there. Okay, good job. I don't believe it. Like what? And then our reliance on it and then how that incorporates into <laughs> how that incorporates into, um, you know, everyday life is fucking, it's fascinating, man. Yeah. And you know, Jeff Bezos to me is just like the fucking manager of some other big ass company that we don't know about. Oh yeah. They're all, they're all friends with each other. You know what I'm saying? To some degree. I mean, in a fun way, but this is all just based off of, you know, fucking uh, this fool. This fool looks like a robot. Is this in the metaverse or is this him? This is, this is him. This is, I can't like, tell anymore. 
Huh? Yeah, you can't tell, right? Even the way he it just, cuts, whoever he, he cut look, it, he looks like he looks like Data. Dude, he looks for like real. Data. <laughs> he looks like uncooked shrimp. God, his, he got opaque gray skin. Like what the? Before you cook that shit, you know it's like that weird gray. This fool, like, yeah. look how you go. Barely his wire is about to be exposed. Like, like this is the thinnest skin we could get. Like, god damn it. You know what I'm saying? He looked like he about to malfunction. Come on. And you're talking about this is the dude of Facebook. That's why you you saw some of that metaverse shit. You're like, man, this dude a robot. It, it does look funny when you see his version. It's like, first of all, I get your ability there. Can somebody at least give me some style in your hair? Like, why is your why is your avatar character look? Like, like oh, so pale and come on, man. I honestly think he was supposed to get to this point, and then we're supposed to think it's a joke because of who he is, and then there's gonna be somebody else who's cooler than him that will thrust us into that world. Because I don't think anybody's gonna hop on based on everything you saw so far. You're kind of like, that's not a good sell for anybody. No one's gonna want to join this nonsense. There's going to have to be some other that's going to be way cooler than him that's going to introduce the same idea. Kind of like what we talked about earlier about all the other things where you're like, there's always someone before the someone who pushes it in and then it becomes yeah. commonplace. Video games, same thing. Without that, going to be this. You're like, eh, it, it seems like that's a common theme there. Yeah. The, I was going to say the first robot that was ever sent back in time was Michael Jordan. LeBron, LeBron's been a robot the whole time. <laughs> Tom Brady. Tom Brady. I mean, they show you a commercial of Hertz and he's over here charging. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's laughing, like, hey, Tom, let's go. You're like, man, let's go. Right. What let's if that go. was the case? Like you said, like, you know, you were watching, uh, what's it called? The John Cena joint. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Are you talking about when he's a uh, peacemaker? Yeah, peacemaker, right? So you watched some of it at least. Did you watch all of it? Yes. Yes, I loved it. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yes. So, I mean, it's the same idea. Damn, you don't know who's uh, possibly possessed like that. Remember when they would go into the house and then they would just yeah. be all crazy, have the tongue licking the jar and shit? Like, yeah, like, what's going on? It's a butterfly. All right. But then they're like, yo, he's one too. You're like, whoa, wait. I'm a... Like, wait, what? It's very yeah, twisted. Yeah. But, I mean, like I said, you don't know who's who. Like, I, I look at these people, I'm like, ah, they, ah, I don't think they are who they tell us. But it is interesting to see them introduce whatever they're introducing to us. I think it comes from a bigger idea, but that's just me. Uh, it's just fascinating to see him because it's like you poke fun at him. You're like, that motherfucker ain't even real at this point. What's he doing? Yeah. Why he looking like that? Same thing, Elon Musk. You're over here like, for real, we just saw Tony Stark on screen, and then you're going to tell me this is now the guy in real life, like, for real. I mean, you already know the T-1000 exists. Come on. They showed it to us years ago. And that was just their, their like, uh, that was, like, their version point one. You know what I'm saying? The fact that they even had the concept already back then lets you know that, okay, we've already been working on this for 30 years. So whoever these people are now, dude, they're probably the people that we see on a daily basis. Shit, for all we know, we're 2% human and 100%, like, 98% robots out there. Who fucking knows at this point? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'll design, man. I'm just, it's, just, it's just overall funny to me. Everything's funny to me right now. It is. It's a comedy. But I like it, though. Like I said, this is the most entertaining time to at least keep a light heart about it. Because as much as I talk crazy, at the end of the day, one, I hope I'm wrong. Second, it's funny to poke at because you're kind of like, this does mimic a lot of shit that I remember seeing growing up just on movies and TV shows alone. 
That's the only way I know yeah. how to identify it. I would have never known this shit if I didn't watch those fucking movies and TV shows. Did you did you ever did you ever see the uh, the basketball uh, robot that can't miss a shot? Oh <laughs> yeah, from like half court and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, because I thought it was funny because even how like it like because <laughs> one of the things I forgot was like a meme, but it shot a, it shot a shot. It was like goom and made it in, and then they zoomed in on the camera. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> like, like <laughs> it was yeah. so hilarious. Like, it was like, oh, man. Just a Johnny Five it. shoot a half court shot yeah. and make it. And every yeah. there's people in the audience, like, what are we doing? Are you serious right now? You think that shit's cool? They're yeah. trying to make you humanize these motherfuckers. So when they get in your house and they fucking go from blue eyes to red eyes, they're gonna be like. Destroy, destroy, like oh my god! Destroy this man. Uh, <laughs> this is this is hilarious. And even put his hands up, dude. It's- man, come on, man. <laughs> I remember seeing that shit. I was like, what the hell? And that's the one they just rolled out. You know, there's already one that could dunk. You know, what I'm saying like they, I, to me, I think the NBA is intentionally making shitty slam dunk contests. And they're like, you know what? We're gonna have robots. And everyone's like, yay! It's just like, oh. <laughs> my god we just Uh, saw the most athletic robot ever like what's that what was that video game back then i don't know if it was bill that beers basketball there was a a video game where it was like robots robots okay yeah i don't know if it was bill lambeer's basketball i just remember that name and i wanted to mention it but i remember that was the overhead joint and i don't think they were playing robots but i remember they would have like futuristic gear on but it was an overhead shot so it was like very low bit rate but there was I don't know. There was like one where monsters, was... monsters like hockey or monsters football, where you're like you're like ghouls or monsters that played hockey, but like you can hit them and a head pop, pops off. Do you remember that one? Oh, I might have played it maybe like in a video game store. Or there was like a football version too, where you <laughs> had to like also be be prepared for like the the floor to like have like knives come out or something. Yeah, see, come on, man. I'm gonna have to look it up. But anyway, dude. Oh man. I'm just laughing because it's like the ridiculousness of everything, man. So that robot hitting a fucking half court shot, man. I'm just like, come on. All right, one who made that robot. Second, where is this at? Third. Okay, you've been working on this for 30 years. Are you showing us what it looks like today? Or are you just getting ready for us to show us this is a LeBron James robot? Like, okay. <laughs> What else can these things do? And then all of a sudden, you just see a whole bunch of Iron Mans in the sky. Like, okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> Reading, right? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna, yeah, dude. It's it's ridiculous, dude. I, I'm just laughing because it's like, <laughs> it's just all funny to me, man. It is. I, I think it's it's the best drama comedy going on. Forget what you're watching. Watch real life, and just if you look at it from that perspective. There's some funny characters in this thing. There Just is all across the board. Whatever segment you want to go into, you can go into sports, you can go into politics, you can go into uh, international shit. I, there's a there's something for everybody out there. Just pay attention. And I looking at it lightheartedly is the only way you could cope with this shit. Whatever is happening on any certain level, and I think it's just looking at it from a humor is always it's always funny. You know what I'm saying? Everything, like all this, is funny. You know. Um... <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I that's all I can say, but it's just kind of putting where we're at and how we got here. Trips me out sometimes. Excuse me. Trips me out. Just 
like how do we how do we get here like that song how did you get here nobody's supposed to be i think this is the cycle of life or the circle of life however you want to you know see it this is the natural cycle meaning this is a coming of age where the people before us have experienced this to some degree and they they can't really you know we had to all have to go through it i guess and this is what it feels like this is our whatever this shit is i guess you know what i'm saying yeah it's just our, our weird time right now it's pain you know in a lot of ways in in whatever ways or a lot of growth like you said or a lot of awakening i mean this clearly everybody can agree that there is a strange something going on whether it's you know however you perspective so at least that's agreeable and it seems like the transition like from you know puberty to you know young manhood that transition is awkward you know I, i'm assuming this is maybe some version of that whether it's from a mental standpoint or a world standpoint and this is, seems like it's happened before but the way that we're interpreting it through our you know age or however you want maybe to maybe yes you know mm-hmm. maybe maybe there was an advanced war that happened many years ago and destroyed all previous egyptian artifacts and information <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean dude but, i think i'm open to anything and to be honest i i keep very those uh i keep very close those like movies and tv shows sometimes i'm thinking yo man some of this shit might be spot on if you're quite honest they take a lot of the inspiration from history and myth you know what i'm saying a lot of the shows that are written that are fucking you know award-winning mm-hmm. a lot of themes will go from like you know fucking star wars taken from Taoism, or at least in theory is Taoism. you know fucking yin and yang good and bad good evil all that shit um basic historic concepts you know what i'm saying um which seems like the purpose of entertainment, you know, good, bad, uh, David risk, Goliath, all those themes seem like to be a reoccurring thing. And I don't know if this is just, uh, good. If you're trying to introduce, this is how life is in the term of balance or bad, meaning we're going to take you through this journey and it's going to be some adventure and it's going to be a mystery because right when you think, you know, shit, you really don't know shit. And it's going to be constant <laughs> or it feels like yeah. that. That's how I feel. Cause I'm like, damn, I'm confused sometimes. I'm like today's world versus the world that I think I was a part of back then versus deep history versus future intentions. You're like, this can go. I don't know. You know what? Who fucking knows at this point. And that's okay because yeah, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like today's today. And that's all I can really account for you know yeah it it's just weird man that's all i can really say dude it's just like is this repeated is this not what's going on so much lost information what do these people did before um <clears throat> like i said like we, we like we talked about months ago about like the first fish to get out i mean if we came from the ocean right what the first fish to decide fuck this shit i'm tired of these motherfuckers in this ocean <laughs> and i would i'm gonna figure out how i can get on that thing i don't know what that is i'm gonna call it land mm-hmm. 
I'm going to manifest this. <laughs> I'm going to manifest this life that I want. I got no gills. I imagine, my, I got no way uh, to I imagine myself eating, eating coconut. I don't even know what that is, but that sounds delicious. Yeah. They threw it in the ocean once and I tasted it. Now I know what Whoever it is. they were. Who my offspring will know what were. to do. It's like how many thousands of motherfuckers had to die yeah. for us to get there. If that is the belief, which is a theory, and I, I'm not gonna denote anybody's theories. That's why I want to hear more different ones because I'm not really set on anything, to be quite honest. So I love hearing no, whatever I perspective. Think, think, I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just thinking like how many, like, because you know, how long did it take for us to get to where we're at with technology and phones and flight? And how many failures did it take for flight to happen for it to get there? Like how many, how many things, how to try. And get up out of the ocean to 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 survive. You know what I'm saying? To to sit there and like, hey, we gonna do this. Yeah, there's that theory. And how many other ones watched watched it was like, <laughs> my nigga Pookie died, but I'm gonna try it out anyway. <laughs> Dude, I, exactly. It plays out like a cartoon, man. It's like a bunch of motherfuckers looking at him like, go go. Oh man, he's coming back. All, all I can think, you know, all I can think of it, you know, it's not. It probably doesn't have any brands. So it's just going like because all I can think of is putties. Like from that must have been at least a million, oh. three million years of that. If that's the case, like, like how come there is no putty that looks like? Fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> like, y'all some cornballs. Y'all ain't tired yeah, moving like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm tired yeah, as like, fuck. Oh, yeah, smoking a cigarette, like try, yeah. try to go incognito with his glasses. Uh, like, yo, I remember hey. I was the, one of the first putties, motherfucker. I was on the first yeah, episode, yeah, bitches. Yeah, y'all yeah, don't yeah, understand, so, motherfucker. This is tiring. The glasses are like, oh shit, that's a power drill for me. But, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I've been through this so many times, bro. I already know uh, these motherfuckers I gonna come know. in with Zordon and shit. Do 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 do. Like fuck this motherfucker. I ain't have that no more. Go ahead, dog. Got a hey, got a you- trench coat. <laughs> Yeah, then have the chain uh, looking like to match it with the little Z's and to be like, oh no, that my name is Zeus. Exactly. <laughs> my name is Zeus. Yeah. Nah, 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 player. Nah, nah, nah. That's Zeus. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> and you think you're saying nah, nah, player, but you're trying to hide it and you're really more like this. Dude, I'll believe in Power Rangers for sure. I ain't gonna lie. Like that, that shit. I, I believe in that shit too. Like I look at Jesus and all those uh Religious, you know, like Muhammad and Buddha. I think they were all like the original Avengers and shit. Superpower, magical motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Imagine like Avengers based off of religious characters. That shit would sell like a motherfucker. Quite possibly the same person. Or that. Or when they combined, they turned into that, you know, big ass vacuum cleaner that uh, Power Rangers was. Yeah, yeah, no, not the the vacuum cleaner from Spaceballs, right? But I mean, Spaceballs, but I mean, you know, yeah, but but it's Power Rangers. Exactly. Right. Come on, man. That's that. that, If they did that, that would be the ultimate movie right there to show unity amongst all. (laughs) That would be what all of them could do together. You know what I'm saying? And then the Pope could be like Zordon and shit. Yeah, exactly. Africa. Africa. China. Oh, oh, man. Back to the colors again and shit. Right. Africa with the axe slash shotgun. Like, oh, of course. Come on, man. Because, <laughs> like, Power Rangers is a mixture of Captain Planet. Like, it's almost the same, right? Like, like the black dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, you know. 
<laughs> ik stel altijd de hele tijd toe. Uh. <laughs> en de Mexican kid with a monkey on his shoulder or something. Which one was that one? Was he a fucking? Uh... He had he had fire, water. What what were the ones for the power, for uh? Earth, wind, water. Yeah. Earth. No wait, uh, no, was it Earth? I was like air, water. I gotta look it up. Fire. No, I'm just making shit up now. Fuck. <laughs> no, it was fire though for sure. It was a redheaded kid. It was breakdancing, MC and DJ. Yeah. <laughs> Graffiti. Where, where were the where were the <laughs> the planeteers? Where were the where were the words? The fire. Wait, Levar, Levar. No, uh, Levar Burton. Levar Burton. Uh, data. Bobby. It all connects, bro. <laughs> Reading Le- Levar Burton, man. This guy's everywhere, man. Uh, I can't, man. Is <laughs> Data. <laughs> oh god, I can't. Eco villains. Where were their rings, man? Hold on. Put it here, rings. Let me look that up because I got, I got a like. Wind for right. sure. I think Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It literally was Captain Planet ring powers he had. What? No, that's not it. This will have tornado, fucking yeah, wild forest fire, uh, food, food, food. Vegan food, exactly, vegan food. vegan food. Yeah, earth, fire, ice, water, air. Okay, wait, that's that's his stuff. Wait, um, so he was Earth, and then rings, the other right? ones were to together. Uh, planetary rings, because like I'm trying to see. They hid that <laughs> shit. Look at that. See how they hide knowledge? That shit was knowledge, and they hiding it already. Yeah, if that ain't the number one thing in the search. You, I was like, what the fuck is ads? What ads? Planetary what? rings. We had, yeah, that was that was the one that had, I feel like had nothing to do with the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, water, fire, wind, earth, and then the last one, heart. <laughs> heart. heart. What? Heart. <laughs> Not even an element, bitch. <laughs> yeah, son. Oh, but it is though. See, that's where they got you, son. That's where they're yeah. trying to hide the knowledge. It's all about the heart. Like, like heart. <laughs> <laughs> Water, weak. Wind. Oh man. Heart. Was, it was that the Asian right? chick? I think uh, Matei about to use his heart powers. It's the, I think it was a um, what is he? Male, human, Native American. But it said Brazilian underneath it, so Sounds whatever, good. like Native American Brazilian or whatever. So when Blanca hey. was hot, Blanca from Street Fighter was the first Brazilian, right. famous Deformed Brazilian ever. Kid. Do you know the story of Blanca, by the way? Do you remember the uh, something you, military uh, experiment gone wrong? No, no. With like, Guile, he, special I, forces. I want to say, I want to say, his was he was a, in a family, got in a crash, and then in the crash, the weird electric stuff. Oh, okay. hit, and that's how I had his electric power and then it mutated him over time. Mm. Let, me, let, me, let me make sure if I... <laughs> I, gotta look. I think you were just when you beat the Street Fighter yeah. with Blanca, that was the story that he gave you in the, the end credits. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, I felt left alone too. <laughs> Blanca's backstory, priority, like, oh, concept, appearance and characteristics. Come on. Despite having an appearance of a wild man, Blanca is generally passive and docile. He's found a fam- he's found a family connection and friendships as well. 
supposed to slide. Yet when angered, Bonka attacks as though he's a wild animal let loose from a cage. Whoa. Oh man. Where's the backstory? Street Fighter 2. And Street Fighter 2, Blanca has apparently developed a taste for street street fighting. <laughs> okay, we get that. All right. In his <laughs> inning, he reunites with his mother, who recognizes him on television broadcasts of his matches by the anklets he wears. She dresses him by his birth name, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy Blanca. Jimmy Blanca, right? That's our new the, band. <laughs> That's our new crash, band. Is it? Wait, wait. And reveals that she gave him the the anklets before he was in a plane crash as a little boy. The crash caused him to grow up in the wild. Although he was, he has connections to the local village. So yeah, he had like some type of weird crash that caused him to look the way he looked or whatever. See, they changed history. They Mandela affect you. You had a, a one history, and they gave you something totally different. No, 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 no. I talked about the crash, though. I did say about the crash, it, but it had to deal with some weird thing with the crash and electric electricity. Like, how does he have electric uh, electricity bolts or whatever? You know, like it's weird. Mm, that's a good point. You know, so like, um, I, that's, that's robots. The first Brazilian robot, Jimmy Blanca. <laughs> yeah. How you how you Brazilian? Your first name Jimmy. What is that? I don't know many Brazilians named Jimmy. Yeah, I don't know many Brazilians at all. Brazil, Brazilian, yeah, creation, yeah. Is that kind of racist? You like Brazil? Oh, this fucking electric animal. Like what? Wait, wait. <laughs> so you had you had like that was crazy because they had a, Thai, a person from Thailand too, which was a Sagat, seven foot, seven foot forty five. Yeah, seven four or something like that, but seven foot dude. But think about this though. See, maybe they could go deeper. The belief is that those big ass, you know, the the statues behind him and shit like that. In his yeah. episode, remember it was outdoors, and then it would have the fucking big ass statues in the back. There's a possibility and a belief that fucking Asian giants were like a real thing. So maybe it was an idea based off of that. Where it was this great well, tie I mean, fighter I mean, from a long time ago. Yeah, a great tie. I mean, like, you, and he was ripped. I mean, like, what kind of distance that person would have, you know? It was crazy, crazy how big he was. You're like, is he supposed to be a giant or this is like some weird fucking swole. glitch? Super swole, too. Like, yeah, you're like, swole. dude. And he has all of Ryu and Ken's moves, but just look different? Like, what? So so according to the Wikipedia, because I wanted to make sure I had this, right? Because I, I was, I was, I remember reading this on Blanca, right? Okay. Blanca's backstory is that he was once a human, but after a plane crash in Brazil, he mutated, resulting in his green coloring and his ability to generate electricity. Blanco was generally well received by critics of the fan. Well, that's a different. So the story was somehow in a crash. He he, in the crash, some electricity mutated and whatever. Yeah, and that's how he looked. How how he was. So, so what really happened was, and Bison's a robot. Blanco's a robot, and he got in a crash, and it's all they're all pretty much robots. The only ones that are human. Did you Guile, Ryu, Ken? Did you did you know did you know that? <laughs> bison that we know isn't is not the M bison in japan originally i've heard of this i forgot the detail continue on my gaming friend so M bison the original M bison was going to be balrog balrog was M bison in japan but because mm. of legal reasons he look and, and look alike they couldn't call balrog what we know as balrog M bison because of mike tyson it was too close and we all knew that was we all knew that mike was mike tyson, tyson. Mm-hmm. We all knew that this character was based off of Mike Tyson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the two, uh, everything. But they, they didn't. I think, I think they switched around a couple of characters. It was either, it, I think it was either Balrog was originally Vega, and Vega was someone else. But it was like 
three characters switch the name around for mm. um for in bison or whatnot now oh, i love those stories about these things i don't know why that fucking gets me excited when i hear about it. did you ever know oh i want to know i love that fucking hidden fact shit especially for like classic gaming like that the show was revolutionary yeah. though very representative but i think it was still inaccurate you know india was pretty pretty cool that was fun with dalsim zangief representative of the time i think the way everybody looked at russians you were thinking like oh these big russian you know then guile comes out you're like oh look at this guy cool ass hair and shit and then right. ryu and ken you're kind of like what is this the same person and i hate i hate because I, I, like so even later on like ken started to become the better like the the street fighter fans really started to play with ken more mm. because he was quicker mm. right so he was able to get off his moves a lot better and then ken ended up having the better well arguably the different um uh uppercut right like in the game he started to have the fire right like the mm. fire one and all this other stuff and hella quick the gun right you was slower but stronger you know what i'm saying it had a better fireball mm. and i remember thinking like if there's gonna be the dope one it should be right you <laughs> not make a kid i mean that's the debate those are the two you know characters that are they would square off. That was the exactly. Actually, now I think about that because I, I think I always wanted to. Maybe we joked around years ago, but I always wanted to make a dance move off of Guile. How you just be like, hey, that shit. I'm dude. I'm pretty sure that's a dance move somewhere. Like, uh, like the gritty <laughs> right now or whatever it's called. I called it yeah. the gimme the other day, but it's a gritty. Yeah, come on, man. That's what I'm saying, Guile. That shit was smooth. But that game is very interesting. It's very representative. Like as we go back to you know the generation as a memory. But how much that kind of implanted a lot of different ideas, you know, whatever that may be. It seems like that was a precursor to, you know, the further idea of people fighting all styles in one. The idea of, you know, uh, a main boss like that storyline kind of kept on evolving as the game kind of stuck with the storyline for the most part. And, and it has one of the greatest like. um I guess fan fiction creation ever, mm. all from all from a uh, uh, EGM April mm. Fool's joke. Mm. You know the Shay. Do you remember that one, the Shay Long one? Oh yeah, we talked about that like in the early pods. Yeah, yeah, like that one is so it's such a such a great like folklore that turned into reality because they they kind of added that in there. Like okay, well mm. we're gonna create like a the character kind of like that for Akuma. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then, and then they went back and created the 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 uh, I guess their uh, sensei in the Street Fighter Four. Yeah. You know, it's a great storyline. It's a great everything that they did with that. It was the first time humanizing, you know, a video game like that, where before you would have Mario, you would have that, but in a in a fighting game of this magnitude, and then you played like that, you know, play every person, work your way up through the bosses, all that shit. That I wouldn't know, just, that idea was I want to say that was tremendous. the first game that really kind of infused Japanese culture into American. You know what I'm saying? Like you that, that was like kind of I want to say that was kind of a gateway into like the Dragon Balls and the and the uh Pokemon and all the other stuff, you know. Because oh, they yeah, like I they were shy, sure. they were shy to do the Japanese stuff, you know, like the like Akuma with his type of you know stuff, and when he when he did his uh I forgot the the movie that they call it, but it was like the one where you, it, it goes black and they just fall down and they're dead. His finishing move when done properly, hella hard to do, but and it just had like the Japanese sign that pops up. Mm -hmm. Super dope. 
super dope. And then I want to say the girl Akira or whatever that was like a little Japanese Shakira or Akira, but the Japanese girl that you know had the little school uniform, Sailor Moon. Yeah, Sailor Moon. That is interesting. I mean, Beep I could you could probably be pretty close. That was the time when a lot of uh, Japanese imports were making headroom, including the entertainment field. You know what I'm saying? Street Fighter being one of those main ones for sure. And then Ninja Gaiden, probably one of the ones. Oh, too. Ninja Gaiden, man. Yes. I mean, the ninja, the idea of ninjas were dominating back then, for sure. American Ninja? Not American even American Ninja, ninja. War, but I think it was a, a movie, American Ninja. And then motorcycles and ninjas. Kawasaki bikes, man. Come on, man. Well, motorcycles. I, I the, the, first, the first ever anime, I don't know if it's Japan anime. I don't know if what the proper terms I want to... But the first anime I remember watched was Akira. Was Akira. Oh, yeah. Same here. Yeah. I remember it didn't really make a lot of sense to me at the time, you know, but it was still like doesn't. one of the major ones. Yeah, still a classic to me, at. though. But yeah, I mean, that is interesting. That was early days right there. It was to be had. But I mean, at that point, it was still a, a subculture. Regardless, there was a lot of people already following that. Um, but I think the first introduction that I've seen was, yeah, around that same time. So Street Fighters wedged right in there along with all those the Street animated ones oh yeah oh the animated one was strong super dope because i think mm-hmm. who who was sent to rape chung lee or something that was happened i think they changed it up but like someone was sent to fuck her up oh was, i think it was vega i think it was yeah, vega it was, yeah one of them motherfuckers because he was very vain and he didn't want anything more beautiful than him mm-hmm. fucking vega god damn and, then, and bison just like and Bison, because he, because in that one he had, um, he had brainwashed Ken, mm, and right, he was trying to find Ken. Ken, right, and then he had a hard time beating Ken, and then once he broke Ken out of his whatever, they had to get together to try oh. to beat, uh, and Bison because he was so so difficult. He was like, nah. but I always always remember the opening scene where he like heps up Saget and rip, rips his. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the that's how he got the. Yeah, ah, the scar. The, yeah, the scar. Yeah, that's why I always like on the later ones where when when he uh when he's fighting, like he holds his chest and then he gets ready to fight, like kind of like ah, memorandum to his chest wound. Yeah, that was good storyline making. I I remember uh, following that, but that yeah, that I tried to play all the other ones like like uh, Samurai Showdown, all the S and K fighter or whatever. They were good. It just didn't hit like that, man. It just didn't hit like hit. that. Something about Street Fighter, man. Whether it's a timing thing or whether it's the engine itself, gameplay, whatever it was, that the t- it could have been timing, man. They might have just hit the right time because after that, everything kind of you know uh, followed Street, in its wake. Street Fighter, I feel like, is what Nike was to basketball shoes, right? There's other things before it, mm-hmm. but, it but after it, nothing really. Compares. I mean, things got influenced by it, but it it, it just holds its own. You know, it you just like argument there, mm-hmm. huh? You can make an argument there for sure. I, I'll probably say, I mean, if you if you regain, you wear Nikes, you were you probably play for Chief Fighter. You know, <laughs> like there's certain things that kind of go hand in hand on certain things. You know, Nikes quite pop, but I mean, you do have a good uh, correlation there. I think that that seems pretty accurate. It, it wrecked shop, and I still remember mm. American Pizza by Circle K. Oh yeah, I'm probably in the third or fourth grade, and that was the first time I went. We did a little trip there when I was at a little um, daycare center, 
And I just remember just staring at the game like, this is the Street Fighter. And I'm just like, Mm-hmm. And ever since, yeah, Dunsky, Sunsky. I I can remember. I don't know when it was the. Fr- it might have been the first time, but I remember seeing it at in Reno. I remember we were on a family uh, outing in Reno, and we were at the arcade. This is when, like, it could have been Circus Circus, could have been uh, Boomtown, some small casino. It had a small arcade, one of those two. And I just remember the game being there. It was like nestled in there, nothing crazy. And it was along like the lines with all the other ones. And I was just like You know, you're huh. you know you're you, you brought up how we're reverting back to certain things. Do uh-huh. you think that we'll go back to arcade places like that? Where people are going to be like because online gaming is fun, right? Mm-hmm. And I enjoy it. And especially when we, like I don't enjoy it now because like a lot of my friends don't play, but I definitely enjoy it because I'm like it, I'm just that person that likes to talk, like talking trash, random shit. But I wonder, I wonder if it's gonna make a comeback, you know? Like, especially after COVID has hit, people are gonna want to do things in person. Like, like, do you think that that will happen? And what would be even better is if you could play. If you like, I don't know if they've done this already. Would even be better if the arcade system games that you create now have internet access and you can play other arcade places in different towns. Ooh, to bring the ultimate of the ultimates, right? Or you can we can go into the server like do do like yo, I'm playing, I'm playing, you know. Might have to whatever edit that, from. edit that. We might have to invest in something like that. That's not like a plan. That's not like fun. <laughs> well, internet yeah, cafe. Like, we just go back to the '90s of the 2000s. And be like internet cafe, and it would just be an old school setup outside. But you walk in, fucking fine furnishings, well, leather, I all mean, that we'll, shit. We'll talk about this after you get off. Oh! We had, we had brought, yeah, brought something up about your your idea of like your restaurant. You know. Mm, oh, hey. Mm. I like that we'll talk off camera about that. But yeah, yeah no, that is uh Yeah, that is that Japanese shit. That Street Fighter shit. And we only we're the only ones that relate to that. That's how crazy that is. You can't really we can mm-hmm. try to say our part like we our generation. Like what he we specifically point out whatever that genre at least for the the first experience of it like how you describe it when you're like wow even though i vaguely remember mine i just remember it being a big deal because i do remember going into camelot park and this is like at south sack where uh, uh cow skate is i think or it mm-hmm. used to be and it used to be this like amusement park or whatever it was and i had like go-kart racing but it had a fucking arcade in there i remember just going in one time and that's the only thing but they had a row a full row of fucking street fighter games and then they had one that had like the, you know, when it was a slightly bigger screen and you're like, what the fuck? It's like everybody was playing it and you're like, this shit is dope. Like, or, the feeling, or the feeling like you see someone, you're, you're, you're peeping them out. Mm-hmm. Put the quarter there. Oh, I'd be like, oh, oh you're shit. Like, you're like this, you're like, yep. Yo, man, that's real. I, I remember like, a couple years ago, I was in LA and I was at an arcade. And it, it was pretty cool. It had the same vibe. Uh, obviously, adult, more adult thing. You could buy a beer there and shit like that. But I mean, yeah, it's like a it's like a version of coin op, but different, like a little bit cleaner. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Uh, 
I, I don't know if it gets on the level, but then again, I can't really say what the actual level of amount of people that were engaged in it like that. And I 